your host and creator, Lisandra. I hope you're all well enjoying this beautiful seasonal change. I'm really, really excited for this episode, and it's one that I hold extremely close to my heart. I wanted to start off our episode with a wave of affirmation, a poem maybe for self-love. I want to get out of that notion that life is hard, and I want us to change the narrative. We look forward to things that might not exist. So why don't we just believe that this is our heaven? This life, the people that you love, the things that you do, experiences and moments, kick those feelings of negativity and just know that this is it. This is our heaven. We're experiencing it right now. And I don't want you living not another single moment in doubt, in pain, or even anger. Nothing is permanent except for this moment that we're in right now. This energy, this feeling, the blood that pulses through our veins, the trees, the laughter, the beauty of everything, all of it is yours, everything. So here we go. I am the seed. I am the creation and I will create more. I come from the dark and enter the light. My first breath I take sends waves of chills and love to the core of your existence. I bring hope, I bring warmth. I am the morning dawn and the evening star. I walk this earth and I bring my gifts and talents for you. I am change, I am strength, I am the laughter and I am your tears. I will ride those waves of your tears that you let fall and let them fall to cleanse you. Every time I fall, I will rise. I am the past and I am the future. I am this moment for exists inside of me. I bring out your greatest moments and your darkest silence. I will hold you as I hold myself. Everything I do is another step for our future, the future seeds to come. They will grow and they will grow and they will grow. I am beauty and I am wealth. I have the answers to everything I seek. I will always be the key to every obstacle. I am the seed of life. We are the seed of life. Together we continue to float and flourish through the wind. Feel me as I caress your cheek and tickle your nose. In the end, I planted my seeds for they will continue to grow long after me and I continue to grow through them. That one kind of made me emotional, <laughs> even when I was typing it. My daughter's little hand was resting on my arm as I stayed up late getting these messages out to you. Today's episode is episode five, Planting the Seed of Life. It is about parenthood, 
I'm a mother, but I wanted to touch every parent that is out there. There are not many topics that really make me more sentimental and emotional than this topic. I've recently found myself in a whirlwind of different relationships over the past decade, and nothing has clicked like knowing that I am going to live long after I'm gone. The point of the seed is what comes after, what comes in a few generations, what those seeds will do to change the world. I have a lot of people in my life, I think, for this. I won't say if I had a great childhood or not a great childhood, but I have had to heal from a lot of things in my life that took place in my childhood. I always thought I would have children, but I was very ill for a time period in my life. And the medical professionals at the time expressed to me that I would most likely not have children based off of my health at the time, the conditions of my uterus. They told me that nothing would survive because there was a war zone in there and that they wanted to give me a hysterectomy at age 24. And that stuck with me. And I remember leaving and I cried in the car and I wiped away my tears and I said, this is something I just have to move on from. And I told myself that I would be okay if I couldn't physically have children. And I knew that there could be other ways to become a mother later down the road if I truly wanted that. Long story short, I ended up having a series of cleansing and ceremonies with my father and my elders at the time to help heal me from my ill health. And if you don't know me personally, I have always suffered from some sort of element in hell. And sure enough, God and the deities knew the assignment. It comes out a few months later, I found out that I was pregnant. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't hoping to, I didn't even think about it, and I didn't even ask for it. My situation was not the most ideal, but I figured that I had been through enough in my life that I would be able to do this. If there was one thing in my life that I was going to do right, I told myself that it would be this. I promised myself and everything around me that I would take care of myself and this child the best that I could for some reason, I was being gifted with the most beautiful gift in the world. I was doing what I was put on this earth to do, and it felt like almost like my main purpose. And I was given a chance despite what odds were against me. I am a single mother, and yes, it is hard. It's been hard, and I know that there will always be some sort of challenge in doing things by myself. And I'm not really by myself. I have the love and support of my family, my parents, good friends of mine. I know that I'm strong and I have the strength and I have love. I have all the tools. Being a mother has extremely changed my perspective in everything. I could no longer live in the past. I had to learn to forgive my parents and those around me, either who hurt me or those who I allowed to hurt me. I forgave and I began the journey with a fresh start. A new level of healing was happening. I realized that now I had done the most divine thing that I would ever do. I brought something to life. I created, I carried, I nourished, I loved, I prayed. I have the actual battle scars to prove so.
I made my own human. <laughs> and I'm her leader. I always think it's funny when I think about that. Watching my, grow, my daughter grow up has felt like I've been given a second chance at life. And let me explain that. Watching her grow, I see myself as a little girl. I get to see myself grow up. I get to heal my inner child through her. I understand now how difficult it is to bring children into the world when you are going through your own battles. I recently had the conversation and I told someone who didn't have children that I don't get to turn it off. I don't get to stop being a mother because I had a bad day. And I also know that my child doesn't need to feel that pain that I might be living in. My whole world can come crashing down on my head and I still gotta make breakfast. I'm still smiling, I'm still laughing. I still have to take care of her, interact with her. And I still have to go to work all day and act as if everything's fine. I wipe my tears before they fall so that my child doesn't feel that or see that. So that she can rest peaceful at night. So that she can have laughter and not worries. I don't get to turn that off. Even if I wanted to, even if I screamed at the top of my lungs, all the pain or bad days I have, nothing, nothing compares to that little hug and that little handmade drawing that she gives me every morning. The I love yous, the fact that I am the most magical thing in her world. I am the center of her universe. The thing that she loves more and more and more than herself. The innocence of children is the biggest gift. I tell you, if you cannot heal and grow with your children, you've missed a point in having them. The other day, I was cooking dinner and my daughter brought me a little post-it note and it had a little flower on it. And on the post-it note, it said, Mommy, you are loved. And my daughter is only seven, but that was monumental. And it was a, a message that I needed to hear at that time. Recently, I've done a lot of inner work. I have lost a lot of friends and relationships because of the isolation that I really needed in order to grow. To grow my universe, to grow my empire, which is a, a literal daily thing. I come from what me and my family call a rough crew. We're loud and we're aggressive. You get roasted and you get your feeling hurt often. I remember growing up and I would cry because everyone yelled at my family. Everything was so aggressive. I can't blame my parents because things were things and I forgave that. And I allowed those things to live in the past. But what I did know was that I didn't want my daughter to heal from a childhood like most of us in this generation has had to do. I rarely raise my voice with my daughter. I have always spoken to her very clear and from a very loving space, even if I was having a bad day or even if I was in a bad mood. I see clearly that the things I have to heal from as an adult are because I kind of grew up in a survival mode. And a lot of things that I know as an adult were trauma responses. And after years and years of therapy and spiritual work and self-love and just learning to take care of myself and putting myself first, 
I came to a conclusion that I'm allowed to enjoy my life and not be scared or feel like I am constantly trying to survive my day and actually put myself in a mindset that I am living and I am loving, that everything is okay, that everything is beautiful. I look at my daughter and I realize that I'm doing it. Y'all, I'm really doing it. And I'm realizing she's not living in survival. She's thriving and she's flourishing in this lifetime. I'm setting her up to be someone who allows herself to trust her intuition, to trust herself, to have a safe environment, to express herself, to allow herself to grow and to blossom, to give her the tools. And it's such a beautiful thing. I heal my inner child by creating this environment and a life that is safe and nourishing for her. And it's literally a double win for her and I. <clears throat> I cannot have her go through things like I went through. And honestly, I won't allow those things. All that shit, that generational abuse and fucked up family shit that nobody wants to talk about, it's swept under the carpet and act like nothing happened. But then all of us also have to hear, heal from that. But nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, that shit stops with me. I will not allow another one of our seeds to go through that. And maybe that's my purpose. And maybe that's what my mission is. But I won't allow that anymore. On the topic of planting seeds, I've never been someone who learned how to garden or planted plants or flowers. And every time someone gifted me a plant, it literally died. I could not keep any plant alive. I remember an ex of mine, I'm not going to say who, but we decided to try harder in our relationship and start new. He came home with this beautiful plant. It could have been a flower, maybe both, I'm not sure. But he said, this plant is going to represent our relationship and together we will nurture it and watch it grow. And I know what you're thinking. I couldn't keep a straight face while typing this. And for those who know me, you already know how this went down. The plant was doing good for the first few days. <laughs> and I decided to put it in front of the house where the sunlight could reach it a little better since the house was dark. I worked long shifts and I knew that I would be gone all day. That night when I was finally home, it started storming. And for those who don't know, we have flash floods in New Mexico. So it was like raining, raining, like raining. When I got home, I put my daughter to sleep and I started cooking. I was sitting in the kitchen and he said, hey, where's our love plant? And at that moment, my head leaned to one side because I said, yeah, where is the love plant? <laughs> then I remembered I put the love plant at the front door. And at this point, I already knew it was going to be overwatered from the rain. And I was wrong. And I was hella wrong. There wasn't even a plant in that pot. It was just a pot filled with water at that point. I don't know where it went or where it washed away to. There was no trace of it. It was just gone. <laughs> so I emptied the water out and brought the pot inside. And I just put it in its normal spot. And I didn't say anything. And I already knew at that point that I could not love plant alive to save that relationship. And that relationship literally ended soon after. 
I did realize that no love plant would save an actual relationship. And I thought it was a cute gesture. But let's fast forward to today. Would you believe that the love plant killer is now able to keep her plants alive? Y'all, I'm doing it. I'm telling you. I can grow kids and I can grow plants. So here's my final thoughts when it comes to planting the seed. It's more than just doing. It's a form of commitment. It's a lifelong journey. I knew that I could do it. I knew I could keep a plant alive. I'm intelligent. I have great work ethic. My mind is incredible to me. I know that I'm aware of my qualities and what I'm capable of. I asked my sister, who's a real plant mama, and my mom. They're so good at it. I asked her, how do you grow your plants so beautiful? She said, well, I make sure to water them properly and I feed them and I repot them and I talk to them. I leave music on for them when I leave. So I said, it's like nourishing a human and therefore I can do that. I changed my perspective. I also realized that I had to create a safe place, an environment and energy for my plants. So I thought, I must create this environment for me and my daughter as well so that all of us would flourish. And I did that. I began to be present in my home, my environment, my energy. When I wake up, I give gratitude to our space. I put music, I let the sun in, I keep it clean and neat. We eat to together, we laugh, we dance, we do arts and crafts, we read, we garden, we enjoy movie nights, we create harmony in our energy with ourselves and therefore our environment becomes beautiful. Now, I consider myself a plant mama. We nourish ourselves and grow together. I think about how I've changed the course of my seed's bloodline. I've created this new path, this new journey for my seed. She has everything she needs to flourish and pollinate the world with her beauty. I think about who's gonna come after her, who's gonna come from her. And I can't help but feel and know that it's greatness already. They will change the world. Their purpose is created here with me and from my parents and my grandparents and so forth so that I could be here in this moment right here to change it so that the seeds can grow from here and be miraculous and be beautiful and be amazing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so beautiful for me to write it and share with you. I hope you took something for you and that you remember that a seed doesn't have to be just with your children. It can be anything that you put your mind to. Create the environment you wish to thrive and nourish. Create a world where you are remembered where you fought for there to be some sort of change, even if it's just with you. Never forget that you are the universe and the universe is you. Everything is for you always. Please enjoy the music. It's made especially for you by my dad. The song is called Sekure Oshun, and you can find him on YouTube and Instagram at Onare Productions. Have a beautiful day. Cuando tú desengaño o me llamas Cuando tú desengaño o me llamas Buscando su cuarto muy oscuro Muy oscuro, yo 